doodly doodly Snopes. Doodly doodly Australia doodly gun ban. Doodly cornflakes. Doodly masturbation. Doodly doodly China. Doodly doodly pop tarts. Doodly doodly etc. Doodly doodly. Doodly doodly of Florida. Doody doodly doodly. Doodly doodly. Lost at home podcast. Jeremiah Johnson. I get all giddy. It's like, I made it make a bell sound. <laughs> yeah. the, bell, the bell sounds are my favorite. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 dong. That's, dong, our, dong. that's our poop segment. <laughs> oh, well, uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, really appreciate you uh, your your <laughs> your time with us. Thank well you for played. coming back. Well played. <laughs> I realized we didn't have like one of those like uh, like off the cuff quote unquote uh, rambles to start the show. So hey, right. let's so do we a just fucking candid. One. It's candid, bitch. Candid. All right. Candid. So uh, welcome back, everyone. This is the Lost and Own podcast, episode eighty-one. And in the past year, I've made a lot of mention how we are better than the Daily Show. Um, I stand by that now more than ever. Well, more than ever because but... now the Daily Show does not have John Stewart. But I, I, I'm going to make a bold statement. I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I'm going to say that we are not quite as good as last week tonight with John Oliver. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, it's a bold statement, but we're not quite as good so as we, John So we Oliver. fit in that little gray area? We definitely fit in the gray area. It's a very area small gray area. Because, well, I mean, especially considering the old Daily Show yeah. with uh, the old, like it's been oh, fucking Craig arcade. Kilborn. Not the old, old one. <laughs> The one that like is actually still technically the one, which is the one with John Stewart. Correct. Uh, but yeah, I I I do agree. I haven't seen the most recent John Oliver. Well, no, actually, he took a couple he weeks took off. He took a week That's off. Right. So Good. no okay. one has seen the most recent one. No, they have if they saw the most recent one, which I have also seen. Okay, if you want to be right, <laughs> <laughs> you and your fucking correctness, you piece of shit. So uh, uh, yeah, you have uh, tuned in, and if this is your first episode ever, you are listening to Vermont's number one comedy news podcast. And, Better uh, than The Daily Show, but not, not quite, quite as, as good, good as John Oliver and, last um, week tonight. You yeah. know what's kind of fun? Being Vermont and all, we actually have a Comic-Con now. Vermont Comic-Con coming up on September 19th and 20th in Imagine Burlington, where, Vermont. Where was that when we were uh, in high school? It should have been It was there. in Colorado and San Diego. Yeah, you, and you New York. Those are the three, I think, that you had, right? But now we can actually drive to one when we feel like it. And guess what? If you're in the Vermont, New Hampshire, New York, Massachusetts, or we'll say even Montreal area, um, mm-hmm. that's all within driving distance of Vermont Comic Con, and you should come see us on Saturday, uh, possibly Sunday too. We're in, we're we're we're, we're knocking around dates, but well, uh, definitely Saturday. Saturday the nineteenth. There you go of this month. Because okay. <laughs> otherwise, in. I believe people then would uh, become this Saturday, which we are not going to be no. there. But we are going to be tabling. Uh, we will be interviewing various celebrities, artists, and the such like who are there tabling as well. Yeah. And if you're a guest at the con and walking through and you've heard the show or a fan of the show or just, I don't know, 
I guess that's about it if you're listening to this <laughs> yeah, actual yeah. episode. You've either heard um, it or you're a fan of it or both. Yeah, we will uh, We'll actually have a chair opposite us and a mic and treat it like an open mic. You're more than welcome to sit down. We'll press record and we'll talk with you. Uh, the best of the bits get on the show yep. and the uh, worst we just won't talk about. <laughs> you will pretend like you didn't exist. Exactly. And you'll know that we didn't like you because you won't hear you <laughs> yourself. You'll be, you'll be listening in week after week. Maybe it's my week. And we'll be like, well, that's all we talk to. Definitely nobody else. Yeah, and we, then, have, uh, we draw out the Comic-Con stuff for several weeks. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, we, we, we populate it through the course of a few weeks or so, right? Yep. So uh, look for next week a interview with uh, Jay, who yep. is running Vermont Comic-Con. And he will be on our show to basically talk about the event. Huh. Oh, I'm getting a call on my iPad. Hey, listen to that. Um, should I should I answer it? <laughs> well, what's the call? Uh, it's a number I don't have in my phone. Okay. Call used. It, it failed. It was oh, a, it was a oh. failed call. Oh, that's oh, too well. bad. Well, that would have been exciting. Good, I know. It's good to have talked to them on on air. Like, that hello, could have been you've... one of the many guests we have slated for the future of our it, show. It would have been good to have answered it. Hello, you're on the Lost at Home podcast. That would have been amazing, and I would have. <laughs> yeah, you should have. Oh, oh god well. damn it. Uh, so that's good. I don't have to edit that out. That's nice. It's no, little, in the meantime, uh, I turned the uh, ringer off of my iPad. I didn't realize you had to do that. No, I didn't know either. That's the first time that's ever happened. Technology, doop on Bill Cosby now. Oh, no, don't, 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 don't ever be Bill Cosby. In fact, I changed my caller ID from uh, Fat Albert to Donald Trump because of the bad name Bill Cosby gave to everything he ever touched. He ever touched, like, except like for, those women who well, except for the women, like, they didn't get a bad name. They, they, no, no, they, no, yeah. chair, yeah. chair, we're not speaking badly about the victims. Well, why do you say he gave a bad name to every, everything he's ever touched, except for the women that he touched? I think I think what you're not yeah. taking away from this is my phone's caller ID name now is Donald Trump. Okay. So whenever I order like Chinese food, they think like presidential elect. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so you're definitely getting pubes on a lot of your pizza I'm in Vermont. A lot of my takeout we're, would spat in. We're in Vermont. You, yeah. you like Bernie Sanders you're gonna be good with. Fucking Donald Trump, you're getting pubes sliced no, all back, over your pizza. Back when my caller ID name was uh Barack Obama. I was not picked up for many phone calls. Like, I would call and no one would answer. And I found out later that people weren't picking up because it was during the election cycle. Because they decided they they thought you were just asking for donations. money. Yeah, yep. exactly. Because that was, like, every fucking week. I couldn't get away from Barack Obama asking for money. I think it was just me calling you. You wouldn't answer the phone for <laughs> weeks. I thought you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Jer, Jer, pick up the phone. I'm like, fucking donations. God damn it. Yeah. All right. Um, now, to get into the show proper. At least I wasn't dead. I was uh, not dead. I would like first to have good transitions, but fuck it. It's actually really warm in here. Already. Um, we're, already. Uh, we're, we're six minutes in. Yep. So uh, six minutes in, I think it's time that we thank the In Session Film Podcast. Uh, we partnered with them a little ways back. If you go to our website, thelostatomepodcast.com, you will uh, see not only our show and other weird things we do, but reviews of movies, indies, big blockbusters, etc. by the In Session Film Podcast. Uh, great show. Uh, love it. We listen to it every week. Really, really good for a movie review podcast. High quality stuff. Yeah. I mean, really not, just, well not just content, but like the production quality. I'm a big produ- production quality yeah. geek, so I like the fact that they actually know what they're doing. So uh, if, if you around. don't already have one of those type of podcasts in your uh, slate, you might want to think about giving them a try. And, and if you them. do, fuck the other one. Take this one instead. How's that? That's Boom. fair. Now, uh, another thing, uh, we promised a long time ago, and this show is known for empty promises, that we would start doing uh, t-shirts oh, but, but, that aren't just the logo, but like something unique, something but, fun. I do want to let all you first-time listeners know, this show is known for empty promises. Definitely. <laughs> Brought to you by an empty, empty sack of promises. Um, or a promise or a promise sack that is empty. 
So anyway, continue, sir. I'm sorry. Sure. No, no, no. That's quite fine. I apologize, Scott. I, I'm sorry. We're I, trying I, to I, make money here, Jaron. You're just you're, you're self defeating at best. God, I know. And we're trying to make money off of something as amazing as anal sixty nine. Yeah. Anyone who listened to last week's show, we were we had our regular segment, fuck Idaho, because we don't have a single listener in Idaho out of all fifty states. And uh, so one of the license plates I found on the DMV in that episode was anal sixty nine was available to have on your car and did not defy any of the state's mandates and laws based on obscenity on license plates. So what we have in our store, if you go to com and click on the store link, is a shirt that has the Idaho Anal 69 license plate across the chest. Uh, you can buy that for $12. You can wear it proud, and it helps support the show. So uh, head on over to our store if you have interest. And who knows, maybe if something funny happens on this one that we want to immortalize, uh, perhaps next week there'll be yet another new shirt. Uh, so maybe just keep checking into the store from time to time and, you know, buy stuff. I was trying to think of something we've said that's really funny so far. And then I realized Then I realized we haven't said anything funny yet. No, no, it's been a very informative I mean, opening. at least not immortalization funny. Should we maybe just get into the show proper and maybe see what happens? Make a sure of that. Make a sure of that. It's immortalized. Just the word yes. The word yes, but hopefully people make the, the, <laughs> the, the voice. right voice in their head. <laughs> Okay, okay. And people look like, oh, I like your shirt. It says yes. They're like, no, it says yes. <laughs> I love that you'd have to explain it that way every time, like at the bank or yeah. at your child's What's your shirt school. mean? Yes. Uh, yes. So, oh, yeah, show proper. Boom. Yeah, uh, we're going to start the show this week with a little game. Um, for anyone who's not familiar with the website Snopes, it is a website that exists purely to tell us which uh, weird and exaggerated and odd stories you hear about in social media and the web are real and not real. And I have to say, uh, in the in the, uh, in, the hist- in the history of our show, uh, one of the first things we do is Snopes uh, our stories. Unfortunately, um, we actually get our stories like day of a lot of times before they've been Snopes. So sometimes like the day after we'll find out something. We have, I believe in the history of the show, there's only been three or four uh, stories and that's out of 81 episodes now. Um, plus a couple of special episodes that we've had stories and there are multiple stories per episode. That's, Hundreds, hundreds, and hundreds of stories, but where we've actually reported on one as fact that has been Snopes. It's it's actually a, a verb, I guess. Oh, but, it is. Um, yeah, I didn't so, even know that. So uh, uh, yeah, so we actually we we have a pretty good track record with it, which is which is interesting to say because every single one of our stories sounds like they're bullshit. They're pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. So which is hard to you know, especially when we catch a day of, all of a sudden we're like, this is fucking awesome. We got to report on it, and it sounds too good to be true. We Snopes it, and then find out that uh, it hasn't just hasn't been. Uh, had submitted to Snopes yet. Correct. Yeah. Now, with that, we'd like to say, you know, to everyone who's listening, we do try our hardest to make sure all of our stories are factual. Uh, being a news-based podcast, uh, we want to make sure we're not just, you know, misinforming the public and leading people astray. News-based is the is the operative term here. Yes. We're not a news podca- podcast. We are a news-based We are Vermont's podcast. number one comedy news podcast. Comedy news-based podcast. I like news-based now because it's kind of like we, when something is based on a true story, you're like, man, pretty much the guy's name is right and the rest is just all fucking made. I think we can drop the word base and just use news because we have done investigative journalism. The the other thing, comedy news could mean like the onion where it's purely made up. So we actually kind of protect our our balls that way. True. Yeah. We cover all our bases. All our balls. Four balls. I'm glad you went with that number. I was I was juggling different numbers in my head like just so, like like so many ill shaped balls yeah, yeah just like a, just like I like to juggle those balls in your mouth there Scotty boy yeah. 
All right. Um, now, the the point of this game isn't whether this was on Snopes or not. Some of these things were just simply fact-checked by outside sources or by common folk. Not everything here is from Snopes. Okay. Uh, the point of this game is I will give you a uh, story, and okay. I would like you to tell me if it is real or if it is fake. You're talking to me, not the listener, because um, it'll well, take a while for them to respond. Uh, if the listener is right now listening... <laughs> and, somehow live which means any lurkers outside the window and that's it <laughs> and would like to uh, play along I mean you will get as much time as Jared does to answer to answer for yourselves and see how you you know fare so okay. uh, we'll be bringing five stories to the table and uh, here's our first one um, this actually came from a popular meme that's going around and Jared I've shared the meme with you on your uh, desktop in the docket uh, have you looked at the meme uh, should I you should. Okay. I can look at the meme. Yep. Okay. So okay, yes. this meme says, uh, President Barack Obama is renaming Mount McKinley to Denali. Denali is the Kenyan word for black power. Like and share to spread awareness. Incorrect. That is uh, that is incorrect. You are correct. That is incorrect. Actually, I, I actually watched a story about the renaming of uh, Mount McKinley to Denali. And it's actually like a, it, it's a Native American word. I can't remember what it stands for. But it is, yeah. It is definitely it, not. I just knew it wasn't a Kenyan word, and I assumed if it's the Native American word, it didn't mean black power. Yep, the original settlers, as they went over the land bridge and settled the regions of Alaska, named things, of course, as every living being tends to do. They, they name so everything. They're renaming it to its old. And, yeah, yeah. They basically it was renamed to Mount McKinley after, wasn't it President McKinley? Yes. And um, at that point, you know, it's... One of those things that, you know, our white settlers did as they crossed and, the country. And here, I, That's not this. And We're naming it this. Here's the thing. Well, this might not be a... This is a good starter one for me because I believe this was actually covered on The Daily Show. Oh, it was. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that was what the story was is they were making fun of... I think it was actually Jordan Klepper, right? Um, who actually didn't like it like so much when he first started out. I'm like, this guy's going to have a hard time. Now I fucking love that guy on The Daily Show. Um and uh, he, I believe, it may have been him as the uh, correspondent that went to uh, Alaska, right? That's where this is. Um, Correct. And uh, went to Alaska to, so it's an Inuit word probably, right? Is that what it is? Alaska? Or, uh, no, I mean the, the, <laughs> the Denali is the, it's the. I believe it is an Inuit word. Yeah. Yes. Um, but so he went there and was like pointing out, it's like, oh, so uh, so President McKinley came here a lot, right? And like, no, I don't think there's any, uh, any evidence. evidence of him ever coming here. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, awesome. So it's pretty much pointing out like he has no, like. I mean, not like he was the one that was like, please name it after me, but they named it after him. And really, there's every right to name it for like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, reverting yeah. is just a respectful thing to do to a people who were basically oppressed by us as soon as we got up there and took the land. Here's the thing. We're not willing to change a NFL team name out from the Redskins. Hey, Obama only has so much power. He can name entire land masses. That's true, but, but he, he cannot, cannot, he cannot force the NFL to be thanks to freedom of speech. And I do have to stand behind that. I do have to say, if you are the franchise owner, maybe you should not be such a dick, but it is, it is, yeah. Uh, so yeah, moving on. Uh, one for one. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a rape of the horse. I'm a raping a horse right now. Raping a horse. I just replaced that with a with a sound effect. Oh, I can't wait to hear. Or no, I over well, I I overlaid it with a sound effect. Or you forgot, and we're just talking about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen minutes, Jeremiah. Fifteen minutes. Okay. All right. Um, number two, uh, Australia had a very successful gun ban, wherein they allowed the citizens of Australia to turn in their weapons for a monetary value, and through various buyback programs and just uh, honorable donations of their weapons. The country is virtually gun-free, and the crime rate has plummeted. Now, crime is on the uh, rise, 
uh, and entirely due to something that is being called homemade guns. And the idea here is, are there really homemade guns in Australia creating a new underground crime that is rising, uh, creating the numbers to go up? No. This is a I don't know. <laughs> now, so this is I a, wanted uh, a definitive answer for this. Okay. I really did because I keep hearing, and this... Uh, it doesn't sound like complete bullshit because I know those Aussies. We know our friend Bruce Bruce. Yes. They are fucking, like, crafty motherfuckers, but do they really have so much that they... I mean, I'm, I'm thinking there would be some other much more... Like explainable reason? That's probably a terrible word okay, to use. Now my, for for the the rise in crime. My problem like. here is, is statistical that changes, the, things like that. Well, all the rise in crime statistics I was able to find that that confirmed uh, you know, homemade guns are creating this new element, this new criminal element, giving weapons that should be banned into the hands of people who will use them in a bad way, thus creating more crime. Um I found no statistics to prove this. And I did find about six individual blog pieces about this, and that was it on all of the interwebs through my many Google searches. Okay. The mm. majority of these come from the same two sites, gunsandfreedom.com. That and, sounds like... <laughs> and thefirearmblog.com. Oh. One, so it's very, one very came from ABC sources. News. Okay. One. So, so, I'm sorry. Anything that's like... The the progressive voice dot com or the these are very the, or let, let alone something fake like sounding websites where it's all very well, they, they, skewed it's, it's, it's skewed clearly biased yes. oh yeah, yes exactly. heavily yeah. yep 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 um one of these sites uh, is entitled Australia Police ten percent of firearms seized are homemade now once again I see very little evidence even within the story to tell me that this is a true statistic was that or, the one from abc news or one this, from the no, freedom this is one from uh, guns and freedom i believe go fuck yourself with a shotgun.org yeah what i like is they do show some I pictures sucked a, of, i sucked the fucking cum out of an ak47.com they do show sh pictures of what look like very crappy crudely made uzis like something the guy that owns that website made and just posted a picture as a mock up in fact if you scroll down i don't know if you have this story open but they have um, a 22 LR zip gun disguised as a lighter. That that, was, okay, that one looks a little more uh, like realistic. That one looks like something that Zippo people would want, yeah. that you could pull a trigger on and it shoots a double barrel, small caliber, maybe 22 caliber shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe in a single shot, like it's an assassin's gun. Um, they also show an Although, I mean, if an, assassin, if, it's, if it's an assassin's using a 22, they might want to rethink their trade, but. They also show... Let's shoot him right in the eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. but an assassin gun, that's kind of cool when you think about it. And probably, I got to say, the longer the barrel, the better the uh, the aim you have. You'd have you're to not, press that into someone's you're, flesh. Yeah, too. yeah. You might as well just have a switchblade. Yeah. You actually will probably kill somebody quicker with a switchblade. Yep. Uh, this other picture is... I feel, I feel you might have to actually post a picture of that on the show notes. So I, I will. I'll post some yeah. of these. Because we're actually referring to this picture, and then we're like, hey, everybody, imagine what a Zippo gun would look like. Um, this next one is uh, it's an improvised double barrel shotgun pistol with a pizza wheel as the handbrake. That looks fucking cool. It actually looks like something you could make in a machine shop with brass tubing and a bunch of different like. And again, whether whether parts. or not that's like a, a like a, a weapon that somebody that's cool. Uh, the next that somebody next that one, yeah, uh, somebody actually knuckles. made or versus some something like just out of like a hobby shop, you know, like. Yep. The next one's brass knuckles that has a single twenty-two caliber round in the round base that would fit into the palm of your hand. 
So I'm guessing if you were to squeeze it, it might fire it off from the way it looks out of the top, like where your thumb would be. Yeah. So yeah. you could kind of like hold it, you hold your hand down at your side, squeeze it, and it would shoot around forward. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, these are all very unique. So you could shoot somebody in like the dick. These quick, are all very easy. unique, and they do show that there are such things as homemade guns, but these could all be pictures taken from Europe, America, anywhere. There's no way to prove that any of these go back to where they say they right. are from. And the only story that's reputable came from ABC News, where a teenager was found with a homemade uh, handgun, essentially. Uh, the, bear, the, the handle and most of the barrel area was wood and just had enough metal parts onto it to hold the round and fire it. Okay. Um, that's the only one I was able to find at all that uh, basically told me that this was a true thing because it came from a real reputable news well, Yeah, and well, here's the thing is homemade weapons are like like – that those exist and they have existed whether it's an epidemic enough to be like that's equated question, with the story of a rising crime rate yeah when i was when i was trying to ask you Sounds the snopes question yeah. i kind of stumbled over my words because i was trying to figure out exactly how it should be said but yeah essentially whenever i've said to someone you know like maybe we should have some stricter gun laws in this country i'm not saying take them away but they go and then i say well australia did it and then they immediately use this as their counter defense about australia having fixed their problem they well, one time say one time a guy guns. made brass knuckles with how, okay you'd be like yes but how many school shootings has that guy done with that brass knuckle 22 yep. contraption seriously now it's an interesting argument for crime rates to make. imagine they're not even saying like mass shootings by the way i mean the the reason we're looking to actually hopefully curb gun violence is to not even say, like, oh, wouldn't it be great if not everybody got killed by guns? It'd be like, no, wouldn't it be great if, like, mass shootings were reduced by, I don't know, like, a couple every once in a while? And we're saying, yeah, but the problem is, of course, and nobody wants to have common sense uh, uh, discussions about it because the discussion immediately gets shut down and then Jeremiah gets angry. And fucking starts bitching on his podcast about all this. <laughs> Let me get on my my pulpit. No, it's not a pulpit. It's a uh, uh, podium. <laughs> I'm glad we got. I've already, I'm glad you accomplished all of that. I've I've already I've already lost the the the, the discussion when I've uh, jumped on or the 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 sermon. Nobody's listening when I immediately call the podium a pulpit. No, no one is. But you know what? We can move on to number three. Okay, I'd love that. The guy who invented cornflakes. Did he hate masturbation? Is is there <laughs> This just seems like a flip of the coin. I mean, first of all, no. Okay. Um, you're wrong. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm a rape of the horse! I'm a rape of the horse, Ryan. I'm raping um, a horse. The guy who invented cornflakes, as some of you may know, is John H. Kellogg. He and his brother created cornflakes, and that's probably the thing he's most famous for, but he was also a medical doctor, and he wrote a 102-page book called Plain Facts About Sexual Life. And on the, the positive side of this, uh, this publication, he did uh, basically write this for parents to read to educate them about how to talk to their children about sex. It was almost like a sex ed book. Okay, here, okay. He was right. almost embarrassingly straightforward about the reproductive... Uh, like facts, like how penises work in vaginas and what they do and how a baby's made and how you should tell your kids about it. Okay. And all, right, all right. the important stuff. Um, he was horribly inaccurate about a bunch of other things like sex during pregnancy can harm the fetus. Um, mental excitement and physical labor should be afford avoided during menstruation. Uh, women lose interest in sex during menopause. And the majority of his 102-page book wasn't even the birds and the bees and these these harbingers of, you know, ill fate if you have sex okay. at the wrong time. It was basically 100 and, like, 
one pages after that one page of him telling people never to masturbate ever, 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 ever. Okay. So here's the thing. There's a difference between, okay, hating... I guess I guess what I took out of it was hating to masturbate versus hating masturbate. Oh, he might be a hypocrite like everyone who's very strongly opinionated or, or about the, something. Or the guy very like well, maybe. Oh, okay, but the guy that didn't know how to masturbate and fucked it up. He's like, well, maybe if I put this sandpaper around my hand. Remember, this is a medical doctor, which also Kel- can feel Kel- good. Kel- not to only some made people. cornflakes, but he he had a medical degree. That's the yeah, okay. Well, all right. Yep. He uh he reported within these possibly hundred and one pages of the hundred and two page book uh that masturbation can have terrible health effects. It can lead to testicular atrophy, uterine cancer, heart disease, epilepsy, and insanity. Well, um, insanity because you're like, ah, okay. Here's a, <laughs> he, he recommends, in fact, that children be watched carefully to make sure they don't slip into the habit. Uh, here's a quote from the book. Children are naturally sociable, almost without exception. They have a natural dread of being alone. When a child habitually seeks seclusion without a sufficient cause, there are good grounds for suspecting him of a sinful habit. They should be carefully followed and watched unobserved. That sounds like a pedophile looking to watch a kid masturbate. It kind of sounds like he wants you to go watch your kid play with himself. Yeah, yeah. He's like, all or right. Or herself. Oh, right. and, and because old Dr. Kellogg here wants to make sure uh, uh, for uh, medical evidence, uh, uh, go ahead and take pictures of said kid and send it on to an envelope. <laughs> Kellogg's cornflakes, care of masturbation washer. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's a creep. All right. Uh, I, okay, this is a guy that either didn't masturbate right. Well, he was or, religious or also. Never so, masturbated, or just assume that you should not masturbate for sin. Here's the thing: I, I was raised Catholic, and I remember thinking I was going to hell because I loved jack off so much. I was so happy when I became an atheist because then it was just like fucking jack off central. Yeah, it's like I Jurassic mean, I was Park just, when the dinosaurs got loose. Yeah, like, yeah, Ooh, yeah. Oh, we're, we're oh, gonna clever. tear it up now. Yeah, clever girl. Quick, oh. <laughs> quick, just, just, just whack it off. Just clever girling it. Um, oh, could I please now call masturbation clever girling it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, clever girl. Um, now, he oh, and the, and the spitting one, the spit in Newman's face. The spit in face. <laughs> I I'm just that. gonna come in Newman's face in Jurassic Park. That's my fucking. Wait, how did we get on Jurassic Park and uh, masturbation? It doesn't matter. Uh, now I'm a now I'm a, a, a masturbation sore. Asaurus sex, <laughs> sex only not sex actually. It's the opposite. Uh, it's it's not having sex. It's fucking my hand. Cause I'm alone now, and all I do is fuck my hand all night. And when I was a kid, I thought it was sending me to hell, but no way, man. Now I'm an atheist, and now I fuck my hand all day. Boom, yeah. That's a fucking good hand. <laughs> oh shit, Newman, Newman, ah, uh, Newman. <laughs> I just farted. <laughs> I'm so glad you had that moment because the link I was opening was taking forever. I could tell. That's, actually, how, no, that's you, how good we. Uh, that's how we're good. We're, we work together. I'm like, oh, he needs a. He needs a second. <laughs> he needs a segue. All right. All right. Uh, guess what? Number four. All right. We're doing. All right. Uh, did China discover America? Uh, that's an I don't know technically actually, um, well, because I because I, I've read this book it's called 1491 I think which is sort of debunked, and uh, and it has some uh, some facts quote unquote about people from the Far East reaching the uh, Americas before the uh, Spanish reached the America I mean and also 
What do you mean by uh, discovered? Meaning like Who they were settlers here first. They were settlers before the ones we knew were the settlers. Like correct the uh, Incas and the Mayas and the Aztecs. Now, well, this actually is a little more interesting because this is it. And technically, I mean, by the Americas, you mean North and South America. Usually, South I, America is usually the first America that was discovered, and then it goes to North America. Well, the answer is yes, apparently, because of new symbols that were found in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, these symbols date back, I'm looking right now, 3,300 years ago. And they used a epigraph researcher, Mr. Uh, John Ruskamp to look at these symbols because they didn't match any of the local culture at the time the native americans and any of the yeah, other right, uh, right. you know groups that were in that area the, the um, what, what they ended up finding was that these symbols matched ancient chinese symbols from the exact same period um the symbols do not match any of what was being drawn which was mainly a lot of symbology based on animals that have been seen hunting uh, ways of life and their interpretations of their specific gods these symbols very 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 closely match uh 1300 bc to say 4400 bc symbols from china almost identically okay so okay. without any further proof besides but that have you, but have you snoped that have you snoped that part of it um it might be this might be a double snopes this might be a double snopes yeah. but no i did not it just it goes on and on and on and shows uh, because i lots I, could, of I got really into this uh this book called 1491 which i was like oh this is so cool all this like information about uh people reaching the americas way before and then it then as years went on it turned out like a lot of that evidence was then debunked um so i'm not saying that this is definitely debunked i i'm just going to fight for my i don't know argument I will say that when I was on Snopes earlier today, looking at their last, say, month's worth of Snoped things, this did not fall into any of their okay. articles, and this is newer than... And this it. is new. This okay. is only a Good. week old. Okay, maybe... maybe so as far as we know as of evidence. now, this has not been Snopes. This is, in fact, fact, and it looks like, at some point, uh, Chinese explorers made their way all the way to New Mexico. Sounds good. I mean, uh, uh, like, not, like I said, there have been. This may actually re-unsnopes uh, some other arguments that uh, people from the Far East had actually made it here prior to also it's the... not outside of the realm of possibility you make a boat and you sail across the ocean Boom. well and also have, have you actually the uh when you actually uh the appearance of the native americans uh both south american and north american the native americans across the board uh you actually their appearance is more asian in appearance than it is well that uh, makes sense since yeah. most of them were considered to be uh tibetans who came across the uh arctic uh land bridge Rega they yeah regardless Russia it's, it's, it's just a matter of yeah just a matter of when yeah. it actually happened yeah and yeah. and on, on which side it happened from yes now the last one of our snopes stories and this is one that i had as a story for web droppings until it was snopes and that's kind of how we came up with this entire segment is was a porn star tricked into performing on her own brother on a porn set i'm gonna say no well, at first it looked like yes, but it was obviously not true. You kind of telegraphed that... there because you said I was going to use it for web dropping until it was Snopes. Oh. Now, 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 because oh, it was right. Snopes doesn't mean it was true or false, but because you didn't choose it for web true. droppings, I would assume that you chose You're it right. because of integrity. I sucked. Yeah, I, I ruined that entire You thing. telegraphed it. You fucking ruined the whole bit. Everybody... Just go back and pretend you didn't hear this piece of shit. And if you're starting to listen now, don't even fucking bother with the last 30 minutes. Scott fucked it right the fuck up. Now, would you like to hear the story? I guess. Actually, definitely. It makes me horny. I can I can fuck my hand while you're doing it. Okay. Um, since you got it right, we'll just go ahead with the story knowing it's Snopes. Okay. Um, porn star Madeline Madison, who does not exist, was 
performing with the same uh, know, exact uh, production company called Come and Go Productions, okay. which doesn't exist, with her brother, also a porn star who goes under the name Chuck Tang. All three names so far made up. What happened was she was going to be shooting a glory hole scene, and they wouldn't let her meet her co-star ahead of time, which is actually abnormal in the porn business. Usually everyone knows each other or at least meets at some point. And what they did was just told her, no, you don't get to meet this one. He's going to go behind there. He's going to stick his little wang-wang through a little hole-hole. And you're going to put your little mouth-mouth on his wang-wang. And when we're done, we're going to make a little movie-movie. We're done, movie, done. Movie. We're going to make a movie-movie. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. Uh, well, Are you she, fucking she, stuttering piece of shit? Only a very clean stutterer where you only say the whole word <laughs> yes. and the whole word again? <laughs> and, uh, well, she did. And she, he, he came and it ended. And she then walked around and was like, oh, my God, it's my brother, Chuck Tang. And, uh, well, that... Wait, it, so Madeline Madison's brother name was Chuck Tang? Yeah, well, those are both porn star names. And they're all fake anyway, so who But, but usually, that, you're like, your porn star name's, like, meets your, at least, criteria of your ethnicity. Maybe. Chuck Tang sounds like he's, like, an Asian porn star. And it sounds like Madeline Madison is just, like, a, you know, American blonde Jenna Jameson type. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm poking holes in the story. Oh, oh no, this, Just like that motherfucking uh, bro poked holes through the glory hole and fucked his sister in the mouth. Yeah, the story, Bing, bang, the story was fake from the beginning for one of, I mean, a million reasons. But on top of it all, I not a one, million, Scott. One just glimmer stop, just, one. You're, you're you're exaggerating. One you're glimmer of truth. A million, not a million. The fake porn that apparently she uh, was shooting this with her brother on was yeah. called Milkmaids 2. There is a Milkmaids 1. So the one <laughs> glimmer of truth was they happened to perfectly sequelize another movie. Here's the thing. You could name almost any... Dirty-ish sounded thing, and I'm pretty sure there's a porn movie named that. Yeah, Butter Turner Seven. Look it up. Pro- probably a porn. <laughs> maybe not seven, but six <laughs> or five. Yeah. Or maybe you, they skip straight you, to eight. Yeah, you got the franchise right. He's like, oh, the thing I hated about Butter Turner's Three, it didn't, it didn't fit with the uh, chronology of Butter Turner's Two, and it was uh, out of canon. Yeah, and I, I do love that this story was rich with detail. Like she, was, Butter- she, oh, she was suing for three point two million dollars. Like they even had dollar amounts, and the the company said that they did it. Because incest porn sells well in Japan, and that's where they were marketing milkmaids too. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Um, what would Butter Turner's Seven be about, Scott? What give give us the quick IMDb uh, outline of Butter Turner Seven? Sally was working hard at the farm. Her mother and father didn't understand her. Her yearnings—they were outside of the scope of their religious, hardcore beliefs. Um, often she would churn the butter, twisting it in her hands, lifting the uh, ladle. Is that what you call the stick? I'm pretty sure porn watchers won't know. Doesn't matter. She called it lovingly Jimmy. She had carved a face at the end. It smiled back at her as it went up and down, up and down, making sloshing sounds, often wet and thick, viscous as the butter was, churning, becoming thicker with each strident motion. She wished one day that perhaps that churn was a man, a man named Jimmy, with a face like the face she had drawn upon that stick, always smiling, loving. Going up and down, <laughs> beady and eyes down. and no nose, <laughs> making no sloshing lips. sounds as he went up and down. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps he'd be one of those big city pogoers. <laughs> oh, those, to, you, going, know, you know those big city pogoers? <laughs> They've going, got the money. Going to his <laughs> big high rise job on his pogo stick with, with his a briefcase, briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> making his sloshing sounds up and down. Sally, and I down. think that's your name from the beginning of the story. It was. My name's Jimmy. Oh. No! Are you one of those big city pokers? 
Yeah, that's right. What what set you off? My pogo stick or my briefcase we or my big city leanings? We don't get many men like you on our farm. <laughs> Not even in our town or state or no, county. Just on, just on our farm. Like he just wandered across a farm. He pogoed out of uh, off of uh, 39th and 7th. Careful, Jimmy. If you don't keep consistently, continually pogoing, you're... $5,000 Louis Vuitton business suit will dip in the mud and you will never be able to pogo your way out of that jam. Well, okay, see you later. <laughs> he pogoed away. That was the day that Jimmy pogoed out of my heart. Yeah. And straight into a condo on the east side of New York. And boring, most boring porn ever, but that's Butter Turner 7, ladies that and gentlemen. That is Butter Turner 7. And the reason they didn't make an 8 is because there was not nearly as much fucking as there should have been in Butter Turner 7. They, they they hired this guy that was all about like re, uh, uh, reimagining the brand of Butter Turners. They're like, no, we people want story. What I would like to think it was, it was a They don't want to just see a woman getting fucked with a Butter Turner anymore. That has been like done six times oh, exactly. We, we forgot to mention that. She fucks the Butter Turner like 18 times in like 37 minutes. Yeah, but you forgot to mention it in the IMDb review thing. I did, but I thought the content of the, the story was more valuable. That she, that, sought that's, love, that's why, she sought love and lost love. Yeah, but that's the thing. But that, that's she, why it she fucks didn't... the handle of the butter shirt like 18 times in 37 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's to climax. Yeah, because she's like, oh shit, fucking Jimmy, uh, the real Jimmy just pogoed off into the sunset. I'm going to have to fuck this butter turner again. They don't even live close enough to a neighboring like community to sell that butter. Uh, the dad is actually a recluse and he's obsessive compulsive and he carves things out of butter. Yeah, well, and, and oh, okay, I see. Well, like if you go, if you go to their house, and this the entire story takes place in uh, uh, North Carolina, um, so it's horrific. These butter sculptures. It just looks like <laughs> Jimmy Carter slowly melting. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing too is as a butter turner six. Everybody that ate the butter got herpes, so nobody else was like looking to be like, wait a minute, I think somebody's been fucking this butter churner. Ironically and enough, they, oh, all, the, what do you uh, know? all the churned uh, head sculptures made out of butter are yeah. presidents, and they started with Nixon, and he actually made a cock for the nose, and then he just kept doing that for every president that I he am did. not a cock. Yeah, and there's, there's an entire scene where he's just like eating the cocks of the noses <laughs> of the presidents he made. Like, like trying to suck on them, but they just fall off, and he's just got butter going down yeah. his chin. They're just rolling a piece of corn on the cob on the dick off of Nixon's nose. In between the upper lip and the dick nose. Just, just twirling the butter. His, chopping the dick nose off into a bucket of popcorn and shaking it. Uh all right. You so know that was a Snopes thing. Yeah. And that ends our segment. Uh, maybe at this point we need a quick break to uh, not die of heat death. <laughs> it's so hot in here. We can't even think about anything no. other than heat death to so die of. Let's play our Audible ad real quick and just take a break. Sounds good. In a world where people use money for goods and services, the Lost at Home podcast needs you to perform a service for them so that they can get money. No, not that service. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash lost and get a free month of Audible's audiobook service and a free audiobook on the show. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Plus, it helps the show. Got an iPhone or Android? Then download the Audible app and listen to your book anywhere you would listen to a podcast. Thanks for your support. Now, jump to it, fuckers. All right, that was a great ad, Jer. I really like our ads. I really like our aids. <laughs> oh, I see what you did. You added an I to like, that word. Yeah. You, added, you add eyes to lots of words that don't need them. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the word eyes. The other day you were really pissed off and you're like, I'm so made at you. And I'm like, okay, clean the house, bitch. And that didn't make you any and happier. No, but I cleaned your house. You I was did. Like, you well, did. You know, you, no, you were cool about it. I guess words, that's why we're friends. Words a word. You're like, shit, I did say made. Yeah. I was really mad. Yeah. Now I'm not. You diffused it. Yeah, that, the weird, the weird that thing. That was what you said. But the weird thing is about it is I said the word shit, but I actually, I said it with two eyes in it. You were like, shit. That was like six eyes. I know. You love me. <laughs> all uh, right, all right, Scott. We're gonna move you, into web you droppings. You made the whole show. Let's do that. Web droppings. Web dropping. Web dropping. Web dropping. Web dropping. <laughs> Good. We didn't need the. <laughs> Good. Thank you for. Uh... It's so hot. <laughs> we didn't actually take. We took a. We took a nine second break. We did. Uh, Fanned to... ourselves. Yeah. Uh, so what? Well, okay. All right. Uh, all right. The first, the first two oh. web droppings. Are I can look at these. I can look at each these. other. Oh, you obviously can. Um, the first one is Pop Tart flavored beer. Um, I don't think we needed this, but uh, it's now it's. It, it sounds like these are kind of self-explanatory. I don't know if I actually. I could just let you tell me all about these. Okay. Um, San Francisco Brewer Twenty First <gasps> Amendment has rolled out a new beer called Toaster Toaster Pastry in India Red Ale, and it's an homage to Pop Tarts. Jason Northrup, I'm looking at you. Jason yeah. Northrup loves his pop tarts. This is a loves his pop tarts. I don't know if he still does, but he I, I, loves his pop tarts. or loved his pop tarts. I could never eat a pop tart for breakfast. That's way too much sugar to start out the day. But I could totally eat one for like a sugary snack. Here's before. the thing: is I actually don't know if technically anything in there is sugar. I actually had to point out to one time uh, to Jason that it took like 37 ingredients to actually get to the first natural ingredient. Whoa! The, the so rest it, of them so were like. Like synthetic riblo nothing forty four. So you're saying that when I butter my pop tarts, that's bad. <laughs> no, you're making them more healthy by putting something natural on okay, them. Unless I, you're putting like the the sunlight butter on them from the from the restaurants, you know. No, I put a very very thin schmear butter on them before I put them in the toaster, and then when they come out, uh, I put, wait, more, wait, wait, I put wait, more butter on. Toaster oven or toaster? Because toaster. If, ooh boy, that's a that's a fire hazard. Oh, pfft. fire hazard, schmear schmazzard. Nope, uh, hot buttered uh, pop tarts. Honestly, one of the best things you can eat. If you think a Cinnabon's good, well, no, they're not. They're not at all. <laughs> then go fuck yourself. Yeah, you're an idiot. You're a fucking loser. Then you have never tasted anything other than fat, enjoy, nasty food. Before. Enjoy your airport breakfast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, way to travel, world traveler. I'm bringing the family to the airport for breakfast this Sunday. Yeah, you have to uh, go through security and TSA and everything <laughs> just to get yeah, to the yeah. Cinnabon at the airport to eat and then leave again. It's a four hundred dollar breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> you and your you family. have to purchase a ticket you don't use. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh so yes, uh so 21st amendment uh toaster pastry. Yeah. So these are sold in cans, 19.2 ounce cans and they are 7.6 alcohol by volume. And the idea here is you're basically drinking beer mixed with pink sugar. That's pretty much the gist of it. It's a sweet sweet beer. Tell me more, tell me more. Well, without actually having drunk one, I could not tell you more. This is a new product, and as soon as it's available, I'm probably going to try to figure out how to get one. Yeah, is there like a, does it give a geographic, I don't know, uh, is there any place where this is going to be? Like San Francisco readily? is where the brewery is, so I'd guess if you live on the West Coast, as many of our fans do, since California is our number one state for listenership, you are probably listening to this podcast and living within driving range of a store that sells this. Uh, hit us up on Twitter if this is something that you like, have found, and want to share with us, or would like to review. 
Uh, Vermont if, does allow uh, uh, alcoholic shipments by mail. We're one. We're, we're we are one, one of, of those few states. One of, one of the states that does that. If you are a California listener, I don't, I don't know. I don't find, know if it has to be wine or liquor. If if beer is uh, you know is allowed, but if you happen to find the Twenty First Amendment Brewery's uh, Pop Tart flavored beer, uh, I believe it's called uh, Toaster Pastry. Uh, send us one. Maybe we'll send you something back in return. We do Honestly, have some uh, goodies. From yeah, our yeah. Show. We, we've we've got some uh, some shirts and some various little bits and pieces. We're saying, you know, maybe we would uh, trade. Hey, and maybe in 2018, Sam Jalopy will make you a five star review because <laughs> he never makes them because he's so busy. Where that's Jeremiah a- wants to kill himself because he's always working too hard to do to do, and he'd rather just making five star reviews, but he can't cause he can't do 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 do, and he wishes that he could, and he wishes that the skits could be one, but it's not cause it's fucking terrible. Doodly do, doodly do. If I say doodly do enough, then it becomes a song. Doodly do, doodly do, do do doodly do. Doodly do 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 doodly do. Twenty first amendment, please send it to us, and you'll get one of those songs just for you. I love your version of Tourette's. <laughs> it's just called Tourette's. I wish, actually, I wish yeah. everyone had your version I'm of Tourette's. Tourette's, Tourette's. Yeah, it's, now, it's it's only podcast Tourette's. True, true. Yeah. Well, mostly true. Actually, no, it's uh, I, it's sometimes I, yeah. pool playing Tourette's too. Wait, wait do I you've just sung, sing? You've sung when we play pool. Do I? I See, that's, I, I might actually just be Tourette's. Uh, <laughs> might literally just be called flat-out Tourette's. Um, our next uh, story in Web Droppings is themed with the first one. Uh, when we heard about the Pop-Tart-flavored beer, I went looking and actually found a Wheaties-flavored beer. Which, by and the way, makes no sense because Wheaties have no fucking flavor. Yeah, they really don't. Wheaties is not it's anyone's like the corn, favorite it's, it's like cereal. The, yeah, it's like the Kellogg's Corn Flakes uh, 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 pedophile beer. Except they, uh, they encourage masturbation. Wheaties. Yeah, Wheaties, Wheaties like, There's come There's a on. banana right on the box. Yeah, yeah, they're just like, come on, you want it. <laughs> Wheaties, yeah. put it in your mouth. Yeah, fuck your bowl. Stick your dick in it. Jizz a little bit. That's right, Wheaties. Wheaties, if you put some pillows under your butt and aren't your back, you can come in your own mouth. <laughs> Wheaties. <laughs> and actually, you know, like, all the Wheaties boxes, all these fucking amazing, like, athletes, the, like, the latest Wheaties boxes, just the guy coming in his own mouth. Like, this guy's fucking amazing. Suck his own dick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can suck his own dick. That's fucking like the premier athlete. Those are like the next 19 Wheaties boxes are just dudes sucking their own dick. Oh, uh, Wheaties. Suck your own dick. Yep. And uh, also drink this beer. Hefavides? No, uh, this is Hefavides. And uh, it's a new... I call it Hefavides because Hefavizen, right? has a W yeah, in it, right? Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's how it's supposed to be pronounced. Yep, this is a partnership between Wheaties and the Minnesota-based craft brewer Fulton. Wait, Minnesota-based? Um, Minnesota-based. Oh, boy. My boss... My boss... I'm not going to say who he is. Uh, uh, <laughs> my boss is from Minnesota. He will fucking bring us some of this. So. Ooh. Okay. All right, we can get some Wheaties beer. By the way, uh, anyone out there, if you have a weird beer in your state, we'll... we'll, we'll We'll do something. Oh, J- we'll Jason do Northrup once again, and Jason and Lacey, I'm Scott looking at you. Scott and Jared from the Lost and Podcast, we'll do things for alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they knew that. Uh, Jason and Lacey, I'm looking at you because I know that you have sent me some interesting ones from Iowa. They've, they've got oh, a yeah, good craft that brewery. Oh, beer. That was really yeah. good. Yeah, and I've got a, I've, I still have, I've got to check actually the expiration date on, I still have not drank the habanero beer uh that he he gave me uh, that I, I need to do at some point. Um, so there's a, like a lot of good beers there, but think of like cl- like fun, clever ones or weird ones that we would just like Wheaties beer and mm-hmm. fucking Pop Tarts beer. 
Now, you might be wondering, Wheaties beer, Come does beer. it have Wheaties in it? Or what's make, what makes it Wheaties? Scott, what does make a Wheaties beer? Well, it is made with over 50% malted wheat. That is specifically why, and the brand name partnership, and the can that kind of looks like a Wheaties box. It it's looks... got the same logo, same color, like same logo font. But it's okay. But the way they don't get sued is because it's they can't get sued. This uh, is a partnership. You don't see yourself when you're doing a partnership with another company. Oh, it is. Oh, partnered with General Mills Breakfast. That's really weird because General Mills, I assume, would be like, "Oh, we're family." Blah blah blah. Well, Half a Wheaties is the brainchild of an employee of Fulton and General Mills, uh, and they happen to be friends outside of work, like the two guys. So they uh, they talked about it and basically made a partnership through this and made it a reality. It's going to be sold in 16-ounce Tallboy cans starting August 26th, so that's out as of now. Wow. Let's, uh, you, so, know your, you know your calendar. Yeah, so let's get on that. Uh, listeners, we, we want you to send us Wheaties beer and uh, and Pop-Tart flavored I'll, beer. I'll, I'll get into I, I'm, I'm going to be seeing my boss at the end of September. I know I've got to I've got to check with him. Now, Jer, um, the last story for web droppings this week. Oh, the I last put, story for web droppings this week. Uh, I put in here for you. It's for you. you. It's it's for you. <laughs> it's I don't know what I did wrong, but it's for you. <laughs> it's not what you've done wrong. It's what I am as a human being. Okay, yes, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Um, yes, uh, we actually were thinking of maybe uh, creating a segment opener for this, which you may uh, know that from listening to the beginning of this podcast. Hey. Are, are any of our listeners uh, musicians, fans of music, people with audio talent, someone who's used GarageBand at least twice? Um, if you'd like to actually make the serial pooper opening segment, like the other opening segments for some of our other segments of our show that have openings, you yeah. should maybe get on this and send us a uh, send us a copy of it through our email or Twitter or. I don't and know. actually, you know what? We're at while we're at on okay. Twitter about it. So, this is a so cool here's the thing. thing. We uh, it, and we're, we're gonna actually have. How about this? We don't even have a name for this segment. No, right? no, yeah. it's just about people who poop in public. Right. So you can come up with the name and the th- and the thing here. I also want to throw that out there right now. If anybody wants to, and you probably have about a week because I think Scott might beat you to it. Yeah. We also need an opener for Floridians and fuck Idaho. Yeah, and I'm gonna be making my own for all three. But if someone in the meantime sends us a better one or just a one. Then Scott will get jealous, tuck it under the rug, and pretend that his was better. Yep. And, um, yeah, but let's see what you can do. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at the Lost at Home or at Sonic Jalopy or at Dingo Droppings. Any of those three Twitter addresses are for the show, and you will reach us. But you'll probably get the best results using at the Lost at Home. Yeah, That's yeah. That's the we, main yeah, Twitter yep, account. That's where we do most of our interactions. So, so uh, yeah, if anyone out there is musically inclined and in the next seven days thinks they can come up with a segment opener for any of those three, what were they again, Jer? At Dingo Droppings? No, what were the segments? <laughs> oh, sorry. It was the, no, it no. Was, it was the uh, cereal uh, no, pooping uh, segment. Um, I, Idaho. Fuck Idaho, sorry. Fuck Idaho segment. Um, Floridians. Floridians segment. And the most recent one is the pooper episode uh, of the segment. Public the, defecation. Pooping yeah, in public. It's, it's cereal, cereal pooping, pooping or, yeah, anything. We don't have a name for it. That one you get full carte blanche, like... And yeah, we'll yeah. we'll credit you in all kinds of shit. So uh, maybe we'll Watch. even throw a shirt at you if we pick your uh, your song to be in the show or some other kind of merchandise from the show. And uh, oh, and by the way, I, we'll I hear... just give a business card in an envelope. Yeah. <laughs> K- kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll we'll make it worth your while. Uh, I don't know what that means. How about this? I'll create a uh, five star review song for you. Uh, How uh, many times have I promised that this episode? Hey, bone doodly do doodly do doodly do. We could also give them access to a free copy of our iTunes album as soon as you finish the five star reviews that go along with that that aren't done. <laughs> 
Doodly do, doodly do. All right, so squeedly do. Hey, I hear Scott. I hear people in Portland, Oregon, are raising a stink <laughs> over a man. man who keeps defecating in public. In Why don't public? you tell us more? I'll tell you more. He's uh, in Portland, Oregon. This guy, and he keeps uh, pooping. raising a stink <laughs> with over his, his pooping in public. All right, Boy. moving on. Next story. <laughs> Boy, I bet he sleeps like a log. <laughs> well, the locals are getting sick of his. Crap attacks. Sorry, the article actually says those words. I we've been reading from the article the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> it's a poorly written blog. A lot it's, of it's, a lot of repetition. This is this is from Huffington Post too, which is just like <laughs> they're just like, hey, how many puns can we throw in? I love puns, but come on. Now the interesting thing about this story is, unlike other serial poopers who just poop on playgrounds, slides, cars, people's lawns, <laughs> etc., this guy brings toilet paper with him when he poops in public and wipes, which I think is actually kind of considerate to his own you know physiology so why isn't he a serial uh wiper well it's both technically but uh, uh apparently true, he's yeah. been going yeah. around the city uh very good very good thank you for leaving uh dookie deposits wherever he likes when he public poops oh goodness that's uh i just saw a picture so i was like oh goodness that's what he looks like he's saying oh oh portland uh police are asking anyone with information but what did the poop up oh of my butthole doodly do that's what we do we wipe that butthole clean of poo yes we do bring our own tp doodly do 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 av is coming up soon ladies and gentlemen now as part of the story the portland police are asking you to call 503-823-3333 that is for the police department in portland to report on the serial pooper and Sounds what fake what but it's lo- not what i love here is the suspect's charges he is facing if caught are going to be public indecency and this is in quotes offensive littering i love that word that that could be a show title because because i'm guessing that means that, that so there's regular things. littering and then there's like offensive people who, who are doing it like for the purpose of yeah offense and also by the way if you find out the who the portland pooper is call 503-823-3333 it seems like you needed a jingle. Only, only with legit tips, though, because we shouldn't be giving out the Portland Police Station's number on our podcast for people to prank. Don't prank the Portland Police. Don't prank the Portland Police, but uh, you can give the tips there. Uh, it's not exactly... Uh, be uh, careful if you have a tip. If you actually saw him pooping, make sure when you call that number, it doesn't even slightly resemble a prank. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be great. And also don't say, hey, Lost at Home Podcast told me to call your... Your police station. And not prank you. And and not prank you. By the way, only I... <laughs> and don't call if you only saw him wiping, because it doesn't count if you didn't see him pooping. Yes. Or uh, actually, it could be her, right? Also, we don't know him. We don't know Also, in uh, in June of this past hey! year, there was, a, there was a homeless man who was uh, masturbating in porta-potties in the city. <laughs> so if you see him, too, or if it's the same man, call the same number. All right. Let's and that same number is 503-823-3333. Now, as we said before, that we need a opening segment for Floridians. Guess what time it is? Time for Floridians. We have no opening segments, so there's nothing we can do here. We just have to tell the story, I guess. Floridians. Now, you Please heard what Jir just did there? We want something better than that when you do the jingle for Floridians. Please, better than that. I like that, actually. But no, you can do better than that, people in the public. We, we're not keeping that one. <laughs> we're not going to keep the one that he so just what, did. We're... we're, we're which is pretty awesome. I love it. It's 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 catchy. It makes me bounce in my seat when I hear it. The what where I just begged you to 
Please give us a segment. Yeah, that. All right. Our Floridian segment this week is Florida Woman Offers BJ's for Freedom. A Florida... Done. Freedom granted. No, she's actually pretty hot, I have to say. Uh, not in her smiling mugshotty type photo, but in her uh, slutty I'm going out club and dress photo. Yep. That's uh, all that she, matters. She's a, she's a hottie. And she was pulled over Whoa. for a DUI. And when the officer pulled her over, uh, this 24-year-old Arielle Engert was drunk and it was 2.48 in the morning, and she offered to blow the cop to avoid charges of a DUI. Um, she failed all the sobriety tests, failed that appeal. Did she blow? Did, oh, okay. She did not blow him because he would not accept it, and well, she was okay, taken into thing. custody. That is good. For, I mean, that that we've been seeing all over the, the news. Oh, uh, cop shoots somebody. This cop wouldn't, like, not even would he. He like, wouldn't shoot her in her mouth with his load? No. Well, I wasn't going to go there, but. Uh, That's a cop shooting that wouldn't be uh, as talked about, I don't think. No, I don't think so. No. But uh, but th- this is actually like there are cops with zero integrity, and then cops with way too much integrity. Cause come on, I mean, come well, on. I, I agree with you in some ways. I, I mean, mean, I understand. I, like, I agree with you in the sense that really... I'm a male and that it's hard to turn down a blowjob. But you know, he's probably married. Then you have to, just by law, by the married marriage law. I'm married. I, I turn him down well, every I'm day. Well, I'm pretty sure if you're talking about turning something down by law, turning down a blowjob to get somebody out of a ticket is also pretty much, like, an actual law, by the way. I love your words. You just use so many words. <laughs> like, like, you mean, like, real law versus your law? Correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're married, the law is you have those with your wife and no one else. No so one. not law. You know, Agree- agreements. No, the married law. The marriage called, law. It's called agreements. My wife told me there was a series of <laughs> Wait laws. Wait a minute. <laughs> there are agreements. Um, now, now, and here's also, the thing. I, 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 I'm did you glad, read this story? I'm glad. All the way? Uh, no, no, I'm not. I, I've read down to her picture. <laughs> well, and now I have. Uh, now I have a lot of. Uh, I told of you that she was taken into custody, where two more officers searched her and found a bag of cocaine in her bra, a bag of weed in her purse, and upon this, she offered to trade sex acts, probably more blowjobs, to the other two officers who were doing these searches. Okay, I just want to lay this so down right to, here. Hold we're up on. To three blowjobs on the air. On the air, I just want to say. Um, Ariel Engert, since the day I saw you and the day that I heard about the type of person you are, your love of partying, the cocaine, the blowjobs, I've been in love with you. Ariel Engart, 24, from somewhere in Florida, will you marry me? Before you get this bold, Jer, um, number one, she can't answer. We're not a live show. And number two... She was a philosophy major at the University of Florida. You might want to rethink that one. I like philosophy. Well, you know that just means that in two years she's going to be a bagger at Hannaford's. I don't care. I make good money. I can I can support us. Okay. Okay. Um, now, I don't she, know if I'll, you... I'll support her and her cocaine habit. I don't know if you uh, continue to read down into the story, but she obviously got a DUI. She also got drug possession... And the funniest part is, is because she, I, you she are had, not, you are not like forcing me out of love with no, this no, no, woman. No. But this is the funniest part of the story, I think. She had the cocaine in her bra, and because they found it once she was already in detention, she couldn't. she is being charged with introducing contraband into a detention facility. That's bullshit. Because that's that's their a fault. real bullshit. I feel thing. like that one could it's, actually get some of her other in. shit turned around. That that's their ineptitude. Is that a word? Uh, yes, that is. It's a good being, word, too. Yeah. That, that them being inept for not fucking searching her properly. She also has three counts of bribery, 
I mean, I guess blow, what? Like, blowjobs. Three, well, three, count, three counts mm. of blowjobs. Actually, I'm wondering that because technically, don't they do uh, say, is there anything else, blah, blah, blah? She might have lied earlier on, yeah. Yeah. I mean, granted, that's still like, you don't fucking catch that coming in. She could be like, I didn't, I forgot I had all that coke on me. Correct. And um, also, her blood alcohol level at the time of arrest was twice the legal limit. She has since taken down her Facebook page, is now facing a uh, $5,150 bond, which was posted to get her out of jail. And she's in a lot of hot water. Blowjobs can't get you out of Ooh. every problem, ladies. Just remember that. Blowjobs can't get you out of every problem. They can get you out of most. They can get you out of like an 89% of problems. My guess is she... Uh, no, 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 no. Blowjobs can get you out of 69% of problems. Oh. That was a bad joke. I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, um, it's a sexual joke. Explain. Um, the number 69 is the equivalent to the amount of seconds it takes for a blowjob to be successfully done if she's doing it right. Oh, oh, I got it. So, like, uh, the ejaculation it's, it's happens like a countdown. nine like seconds as as after the, As soon as the mouth is there, you can go 69, 68, it's like it's like clockwork. Yeah, that's okay. where that number comes from. That's why it's considered, like, the sexy number. I get it. A lot okay. of people don't know it. that. I, I did not know that. I'm glad you, you explained 69 to me finally. I can tell my friends about it. And I'll be like, now I finally know what 69 means. I don't have to like pretend. Like, I'm in yeah, on the joke. Yeah. That joke you told last week where I fake laugh. Yeah. Now, now I can I know. real now laugh. Now I know. It's about the seconds, boys, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's all about the 69 seconds. And like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you don't know. You're like, I'm so cool. I can last 169. Eh. Huh? Eh. Huh? Eh. Eh. Like, we, that, that's not a position. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh... <laughs> And here's, I, I'm, I guarantee the reason she took her fucking Facebook page down is because she was getting uh, a marriage proposal, just like I... I oh, I, she must be swimming in marriage proposals. She, my she my kind of lady. She's way too hot to be going to jail. <laughs> yeah, that's what dictates going to jail, yeah. <laughs> are, are you attractive? Well, I guess you can blow me and get out. Yeah, no, really dirt. It was Florida. I'm surprised that wasn't the outcome. <laughs> I'm actually in love. That's what I mean. Like, I can't believe there was ever this much integrity. You can be like, you can, okay. Uh, Zimmerman can just gun down black people in the street and be like, well, fuck it. I don't know. He looked dark and I didn't like him. So uh, stand your ground. Be like, well, I guess so. This woman's like, well, I had a little Coke and I like to party and I'll blow you. Fuck you. I got integrity. Yeah. I got, I got, you're wasting my time. I got black people to shoot. I think we've said it before and we're going to say it again. The entire judicial system and the law enforcement and everything going into our uh, entire base of criminality in this country and is how we deal great. With it, well, it needs to be built back up from the bottom all the way to the top. So it becomes great. Yep. Like, uh, I, be I believe anyone willing to blow a cop to get out of a ticket should be allowable. I think so. I mean, man, man or woman, I'm, I'm not. Oh, yeah. No, here. no yeah. sexism. No, no, anything nope. here. Anyone. 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 In fact, cops should carry a riot shield with a portable uh, glory hole right in yeah. the riot shield. To so be like, just to make sure you don't fucking like try to suck my dick and then shoot me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they yeah. can't harm you while doing it. So you literally, the cops are like, all right, I'll get the riot shield out, and you, you go to town at the riot shield, and yeah. then you get to go on your way. But but if here's the thing though, if the cop is the one uh, soliciting a blowjob, that should be that's illegal. illegal. That's that should 100% be problematic. Illegal. Because then that's taking advantage of the situation. One hundred percent voluntary and on their, the driver's and their part. power. It's different when the woman's like, oh yeah, okay, I guess I'll take the ticket. By the way, do you want a blowjob? And they're like, well, I guess so. Be like, well, I guess I won't give you a ticket. Then that's just a matter of circumstance. Exactly. You just happen to pull somebody over. You just happen to get offered a blowjob, and you just happen to not want to give the ticket. Exactly. 
All right. Um, do you want to move into AV Club? AV and, Club. And, and, and the show. Ooh, get doo da boo. AV Club. Doodly doo doo doo. Doodly doo 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 doo. Doodly doo. AV Club. Yeah. Da da da. Doodly doo. So for this week's AV Club, make it quick. I will. We're actually at the end of the show. Um, because of this week's uh, Force Friday event, which is going on this Friday, where Star Wars merchandise will hit you in the face harder than a baseball bat willed by a cracked up homeless man on roller skates dressed as Darth Vader. I lost the analogy yeah. there. Welcome to Scott Bear saying <laughs> things. Uh, uh, Daft, Daft Punk came out with a new video for a new song, and the song is called The Funk Awakens, and the entire yes. video is Star Wars themed, and I would like to urge okay, anyone, all, I love, anyone to see this. Love Daft Punk. Me too. Daft Punk's Anything great Because they, they, they only do something every once in a while, like every very so once in a while, and when they do, it's very awesome. Yeah. Uh, and... This, this video has everything. On, the yeah. song's good, and the video has lightsaber fights. It has a, a very tricked-out Boba Fett and Darth Vader. Uh, some interesting uses of characters, like the gonk droid. Uh, some awesome sound effects. And if you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to love it. If you're an EDM fan, you're going to love it. If you're a Daft Punk fan, you're going to love it. I think if you're just a human being, you And uh, this is the year of Star Wars. Episode 7 comes out this December. And quite frankly... Uh, Are we going to go see it if, together, hold hands, and, and watch it, and then talk about it on the podcast? Most likely. Let's do that. Um, and, uh, oh, actually, if anyone's curious about Star Wars and where you can go to see it, IMAX. Every IMAX in North America and half of the ones overseas will be playing The Force Awakens on every screen. Probably a Every showing, decision. every day, for how, four weeks straight. How much, like, by how many millions do you think the... This the, movie this will, will make four billion. Yeah. This movie will yeah. make four billion. <laughs> it, it will, it will, I think it will triple fucking the highest record out there. I, I think this is, is going to be yeah. a gross-selling movie. I'm probably going to go see it more than I've seen any other Star Wars movie in the theaters. I haven't seen a movie in the theaters in six or seven years. Or Are whatever. you going to see this with me? And, and I will and absolutely everyone else? see it. Which, yeah. okay, good. In fact, one of the last five movies I think I ever saw were, was when the original uh, terrible, you know, uh, prequels came out. I like the prequels. Um, I like the third no, one. No, not terrible. The third one. Okay. They're not terrible. They're just not as good as I expect these to be. No, I think these are going to be amazing. So because, because as we learned from, uh, uh, you know, some some various guests on the show and et cetera, is uh, the, the, you know, George Lucas was actually not the greatest thing to happen to Star Wars. Yeah, Dan Harmon actually knew a lot about yeah. that. It was kind of crazy. If you go back and listen to our Dan Harmon interview, there's a great talk about Star Wars. Yeah, he because, actually yeah, knew be, more than us. Yeah, because there, there was like the talk of the the original guy, and I can't again, we, we couldn't remember the exact name, and, although he had it right on the... So if you go back and listen to that episode, 63 or whatever, um, 73... Right, I don't remember. Seventy three, I think. Um, it was uh, only the best minute, few minutes of my life. You blacked it out, yeah. But yeah. So, uh, so, so, if you go back and listen to that, like he has the answers. Um, there's there, there there's a better person out there for Star Wars than uh, like George Lucas was not. He created it, whatever. Uh, but uh, I, I have a, I have a lot of trust, hopefully, in the new ones. Uh, so anyway, I'll I'll be there. I'll be there. And uh, that being said, uh, do we want to go out on, uh, well, first of all, find us at uh, The Lost at Home. That's on Twitter and at Sonic Jalopy for yep, Jerry. And, and Bruce Bruce Moran if you want to catch him. Or at, at Dingo at Droppings. Bruce, at Dingo Droppings. Uh, and uh, catch us on Facebook. Um, also other... go to our store. Uh, if you go to our website, thelostatomepodcast.com, and uh, click on the top menu, you'll see interviews where you can see all the interviews yep. we've ever carried out. Uh, there's a music tab which has all the songs, and some even have music videos for uh, our upcoming album based on five-star review songs Jared's written for people who are kind enough to leave us reviews. 
Also, we didn't get any five-star reviews this week, so if you're listening to the show, you like the show, and you want to support us, go to iTunes real quick and leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on air. Um, I think that's it. If you go to the store link yep. on our website, we're going to put up a new shirt this week based yep. on something from this episode. We don't Not know what it is sure yet, but yet, you'll find uh, out by the time you uh, listen to this. Hopefully, there will be yep. something up that you will get. And that will be up for our low, low, low price of $12. That's what we're going to be selling these specialty one-week show shirts. Um, we're not sure how long we're going to leave them up for. We're, we're going to play with that. So in the future, yeah. it may or may not be there. Get it while it We lasts. might just have like a certain number up at a time and then bump one out as yeah. time goes on. Unless one becomes a bestseller and we make it sticky or something. I don't know. We're, so, we're still planning this. So yeah. We're still yeah. So that AV club we were just doing yeah. about Daft Punk and the Funk Awakens. Why don't uh, we just play it? We're going to play that to go out on, but go to our website and uh, in the show notes, we'll post the video. So check it out. Yeah. And not to like uh, spoil like the, the surprise or anything like that uh, or the, I don't know, whatever you're going for, like a little thing. Um it's not technically Daft Punk. I know, like, uh, but people probably realize that already. It's actually Darth Punk, but it is in the Daft Punk style. So I hope everybody uh, enjoys it. Uh, besides that, have a great week. Have a great week.